This is VP Talk, the official podcast of Violent Performance, where we talk about how our lives outside the gym affect us inside the gym, trying to be better than yesterday. On this episode of VP Talk, we have special guest Gia Karanji from PHL Athletics. She specializes in body work and cupping, and she is also a coach at the gym. We are excited to talk about recovery in general and things she thinks people should do to promote recovery in their everyday lives. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of VP Talk. I'm Joe, Ron's cousin, and with me is Coach Dan Carignano. What's up, Dan? Hey, it's me. All right, Dan, so this icebreaker question is a little deeper. What scares you more, the ocean or space? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I think if I have to pick ocean or space, I don't want to think too much about the ocean right now, but I think space. When I was younger, I got freaked out one time. I heard our galaxy is only a, like a grain of sand compared to other galaxies, like in the universe and like the, the galaxy. And that's super small. I think I cried <laughs> about it. So You cried about it? I was five. Okay. All right. Makes a little more sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go space. What about you? Space? Uh, like stranded in space or in the middle of the ocean, I would probably do space. It's just black. Yeah. And How are you going to back? Exactly. You're done. Oh You're done for. That was, a, that was a crazy question, Joe. All right. Where your mind goes. I don't know. <laughs> All right, here we go. Today's topic is going to be recovery. With me, I have Coach Gia from PHL Athletics. What is up, Gia? Hi, Dan. Okay, so we're going to talk about <laughs> recovery today. Uh, you actually did a little bit of cupping uh, after Billy's seminar. Um, what can we talk about recovery? What do we got? There's a bunch we could talk about under recovery. Um, All right, how about this? Let's talk about why it's important to focus on recovery, and we can kind of go narrow down after that. What do you think daily people should be doing? I think it's important to realize there's a lot of people, especially people who have been fitnessing, working out, love this, and like do it all the time for a long time. They kind of almost put themselves above the need of recovery and kind of take that priority lower on the list Um, and I think it's really important to consider that even especially if you are working out six seven seven times a week or even just five or four like anything anybody should really be thinking about recovery but especially the people that do it a little bit more intense and harder um, it just gets forgotten and it gets um, lower on the list of things to worry about yeah I definitely think sometimes where people get caught up is they only have an hour to work out or an hour dedicated to the gym, and they think that it's going to be maximized either just by either, like, lifting or doing some type of cardio or, like, the workout in general. Uh, and I think even warm-ups get put to the side, right? Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. Time constraints. So what would you say, like, let's just go branch out. An average gym-goer gym would be, like, five days a week, let's say. We'll, we'll just say. Or even three or four. How often do you think – what should we be doing? How often, like – is it daily? Should we be practicing recovery? Or what can we do daily? Yeah, I think the first things are food and sleep. What you're eating throughout the day, before your workouts, after your workouts, when you're not working out, and how well you're sleeping. Um, those two are top priority. If those are not under control, anything else you do is just fluff and they're not really gonna have the same effect 
if your sleep isn't under control and your nutrition isn't where it should be. Yeah, I definitely think people see that when they have a bad night's sleep or if they have a, even if they have a poor week of nutrition. Uh, you, sure. If you feel it in your workouts, because Metcons are literally stand for yeah. me, uh, metabolic conditioning. So we're seeing how well we can process our food in working out, yeah. using our energy systems. And food is a little more, bit more tangible because you could tweak your diet or you could like, it's out of your system in however long it takes you to digest. So you could just restart the next day, the next couple of days. Sleep is something you can't ever get back. When you have three hours of sleep one night, like that trickles into the whole next day even the next night until you kind of like get on that pattern. Yeah, I've been reading up on that sleep debt. Uh, we yeah, actually have a, that's going to be an back. upcoming topic on a podcast. So stay tuned where we, th- we dive into our sleep habits. Joey got a Fitbit. I have a whoop. We're, we're <laughs> tracking our sleep. Fitbit's better, just saying. <laughs> we're we not sponsored by either of those two, but if you guys would like, my Instagram is at dcaragnado. Send me some, some stuff. Feel free. <laughs> but I definitely think us, new um, Nutrition plays a huge factor in, in the recovery, and so does sleep. When I heard uh, one time at a seminar, I heard that we should be spending 25% of our time working out should be spent on recovery. So what that means is obviously giving tangible things. If we work out for an hour a day, 15 minutes should be stretching um, on top of that. So not within that hour, it's on top of whatever. If we work out, if we're active for two hours, it becomes a half hour. Do you think that that's a good start? Do you think that that's... Yeah, I think for a lot of people that would be intimidating to hear. Like, wow, I gotta sit down for 30 minutes and just like stretch. Like, that's horrible. I could be doing so many other things. Just thinking in, in terms of like most people's brains, how they would approach that. Um, but I agree. I think that A, a lot of times warm ups get cut and nobody forget a cool down. I'm barbells away, weights are away, grab my jacket, I'm out. It's like time to eat or whatever the next event is of the day. Yeah, they always so walk out mad at us. Yeah. <laughs> They're out the door. Even Forget everybody, it. I'm done, by. But um, I think that would be even the first step. Like sit down for two minutes, just roll your back out. Even if it's rolling, you don't have to sit in a pose if it's uncomfortable. Just foam roll or just sit and cool down and then take yourself I out. think something tactical I started doing was when I was watching TV, um, I started stretching. So yeah. instead of like sitting, I was just like, okay, let me go to the bottom of the squat or let me like roll my, I had like a foam roller and like roll my quads or roll my lower back. Um, and that was something where I was doing something. So I was already doing that thing, but now it's like, let me stretch while we're doing it. And that kind of created uh, the habit of, all right, I'm going to get stretching. I'm going to get stretching. I'm going to get stretching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found that like we have 24 hours in a day and there's a lot of time that we could stretch. So it's finding those little windows you know like Mm -hmm. those five minute windows maybe where you can get a a little stretch in and then over time that kind of accumulates and you find more time where you can do stuff um so that could be a little little something when people are watching tv or maybe when there's a commercial i've known uh when i was younger i used to do push-ups during the commercials (laughs) yeah uh didn't work i'm not good at push-ups still but uh we we can try but that's easy to keep up with if it's in your head you're like hey i know i'm gonna watch the show for an hour or whatever the case may be you could break out a couple times during that hour and do a couple poses and if you do it for a week two weeks then it becomes something you don't want to miss it becomes like a part of your routine and that stuff's great and easier to do on your own and then save like the more mobility the more technical joint stuff for when you're in front of a coach or when you're in front of other fellow gym members and you can have more like hands-on one-on-one attention to that yeah i agree i I don't think that it has to be this grand uh you don't have to like cup yourself or like have like a um a gun that will massage you at home i mean if you do that that's fantastic if you do do that (laughs) but you can do tiny stretches that can kind of set you in a good habit 
and then when you do get in the gym and with people that know what's going on, you can put yourself in a better position for recovery. And it also just further connects your mind to your body. Like it gets you more in a, in a way to feel what is going on. A lot of people just don't have like a lower uh, mind-body connection or don't necessarily feel, why am I feeling this? Where is this coming from? Where does this tightness or pain come from when I do this, when I do that? All of that coming in your body is just information and it's your body trying to talk to you. So the more you do it, the more easier it is to understand it and kind of pick things out and figure them out. So I've been wearing my whoop band for about a month and I realized there are some days where it will tell me I'm not ready for as much strain. And then I'm like, I don't know why. I don't feel good. And then the next day I'm sore. So your body knows before you do. Oh, yeah. Typically your body tells you what's up. Yeah. Uh, and you have to – it's a practice. You have to do it and practice it to get that communication a little bit stronger. Yeah, absolutely. And it builds momentum. Like For we sure. talked about. I mean, anything in life is – good momentum is good and bad momentum is bad, right? So um, definitely. So can we speak on uh, this morning you did cupping? Mm-hmm. What is it? What does it do? Why should people do it? Should people do it? Is it for everyone or is it just for uh, <laughs> like Michael Phelps? <laughs> um, my easiest way to explain it in like short words is that it's kind of like instead of downward pressure of a typical massage, it uses suction to pull the tissue up, which brings blood to the area. And when there's blood, there's healing. So it just kind of helps um, break up and relax in a quote unquote problem area or something that you would feel some irritation in. Um, it can be for anybody. It does leave those marks. It takes It's different for everybody how long they last, just usually a few days. Um, and it most of the time feels really great. It helps to release the tension. The thing with body work is that you have to find what you like and what works for your body. Like some people love acupuncture and have really great results from it. Some people like cupping and have really great results. Some people like um, like Thai massage. There's so many different things. It's not necessarily a cookie cutter. Like every, Correct. One thing's not for everybody. Yeah, it's finding I, what works for you and how you can apply it. Exactly. Because if you don't know how to cup or how to get access to a cupping, cupping doesn't really make sense. Yeah. I mean, not everybody has a Gia. <laughs> Shout out G Cups. That's on her unofficial Instagram. Name for, <laughs> Let's for not page. tag that. <laughs> Nothing will appear. That will not be in our show notes. <laughs> but it's like finding the right personal trainer. There's so many. You can go so many different routes. But when you find the one that really works with you and really sticks, then that's when results come. That's kind of like our like nutrition. That's the same thing. Same thing. It's not, it's it's not, not one answer Just for because everybody. keto works for somebody doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody. Yeah. So you kind of have to try all the avenues and see what you like, see what works. Maybe none of them like you have to start over again and try something else. Do you think uh, mixing in? So I know a lot of people um, when they hear re recovery, stretching, like yoga comes to mind. Do you think that that's important to mix into our fitness journeys? What do you think if people are going to the gym five days a week and lifting? What do you think? Uh, do you think they have to go to a yoga class or can they do that on their own? What do you, what's your opinion on that? I don't think you have to necessarily do it or really have to do anything for that matter, but it would be beneficial. It wouldn't do any harm. It would just add on to anything in the long run. I think yoga is really great specifically for long-term effects and not even physically, but mentally. It gives you that hour, 45 minutes, whatever the class is, to just decompress and be present and be there. Yeah, I think when we, uh, we had a big presence at peace, love yoga. Um, the, the main takeaway from yoga was one, when we did a hot yoga class, it was hard. And two, we felt like, I don't want to, in that spiritual sense and that like just listening and having that like disconnect, you know, cause 
typically in a CrossFit class we're clang and bang, music's up, you know. That we're, it's a different we're, vibe. Yeah, we're rocking on, but over there it's calm, mellow, mm-hmm. so you get more relaxed. You, come, you go walking, feel around. You go around feeling a little lighter when you walk, so. Um, For some people, it might be a way to force themselves to stre- quote-unquote stretch right. or do those recovery things. Because you have um, a professional with you. you yeah, you know and you're you like, on. you know you're, you're going in, you're that. taking a class, like you can't not pay attention or like get up and go do something else. Like you're there. You got to do it and like kind of commit to it. So that might be a good way for people to get started on that track or do something if they feel like they're lacking. Then like go go for it. Do all the yoga in the world. There's a lot of like YouTube channels that are just yoga, and you can just. Yeah. Like, I used to roll out of bed and do it. And there's a, there's a couple of apps like Ramwad and GoWad mm-hmm. Mobility. Like there's a bunch of things where you can kind of it's like a yin. You're you're in a couple of different poses, where. Uh, you can do it at, you're at, at your leisure, right? You don't have to sign yeah. up for a class and you get in your car and drive somewhere. This is, uh, you roll out of bed and you can do it. You sure. know, or Convenience before is bed. Yeah. And I think the, the more convenient a habit is or the easy accessible habit is, the more likely we are to sustain it, right? Because w- what's the use if we go all in on yoga a month if we don't do it two months later or if we don't do it continually for a couple of years, you know? I mean, it'll mm-hmm. be good for that month, but... You know, and it's a great addition to the things that you do in the gym because in the gym technically you're building strength and athleticism and all these things and then in the yoga classes or stretching classes or whatever those avenues are it gives you the flexibility and together that's what brings you the mobility you can get in all those positions but if you're not strong enough to hold them then they can be deemed unsafe so if you can control all of those in your body in those ways then you're golden i think uh, a big thing too is recovery is very much so in our control these are things we can do da- there are things we can do daily that we can directly affect how we feel the next day or the next week or so it, that's why it, it, it's so important because it's directly in our control yeah the, how the effort we put into the gym the effort we put into recovery the effort we put in nutrition uh is all in our and our sleep there it's all in our uh control which is the most important because there are other things that we can't control like the weather or things of external but this is all internal you know yeah and I think because of that, it's a lot of times why it gets overlooked or it gets pushed back. Oh, like, I don't have time for that. I'll, I'll do it later. I'll do and it And I think week. because you don't see, like, tangible results right away. Like, you do, right. you do a couple stretches, you're like, oh, I'm not flexible yet. You know, it's like, it's <laughs> not how it works. And you that's know, like the anything. day and age that we live in. People just want quick fixes. And then and if you don't fix. do it, so say you stretch every day for two weeks and then the, the 15th day you don't stretch, you don't notice, you're not, like, tight the next day. You know, so like sometimes, so some people might be like that, but I know the day I, I skip mobility, I'm like, I don't really see, like, it's not that big of a, a difference. So, but if I were to do it and then kept doing it and then kept it for three months straight, six months straight, now I see the results, you know? Yeah. So that can get lost in the shuffle sometimes. For sure. And I do just want to add quick, I do body work and I'm a promoter for massage and care in that way, but it's not the end all be all and it's not the fix to fix your positions or to fix your pain. When there are those things that usually mean something else. Um, the massage, the body work, that feels great in the moment and it helps to alleviate some of that, but there's usually a reason why it's happening. Is your movement poor? Is your this not working the right way? So then it's important to really get with a coach and talk about those things or a physical therapist, a doctor, like whatever the case may be, 
And I always say the best way to get better in positions is to do the position. I was just going to, you took the words right out of my <laughs> mouth. A lot of members will come up to me. It's like, I want, I want to get more flexible for the overhead squat. And I'm like, okay, overhead squat more. Exactly. You know, like the more you do, the better you get is the recurring theme. But yeah. You can put bands in any type of way. You could put a ball on any type of your body, but it's the best way to get there is to do the thing. Absolutely. The more you do, the better you get. Ask Joey Macera. That is the... It's key. Absolutely key. Oh, hey, Joe. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Joey, you are new in your recovery journey, we'll call it that. Yes. Um, you were cupped as well by Gia, and she told you you're tight. Felt amazing, It by felt the way. amazing. Okay. You were tight, so do you stretch daily? Uh, I've been trying to recently, ever since I kind of tweaked my back a little bit. I've definitely been trying to stretch definitely more, and like you said, you find that time and then throughout the day where it's just watching TV or something, something small, you know, just stretch for 10 minutes and it does stretch your entire body to try to at least. So with recovery too, because it's honestly, it's short term discomfort and then it's long term success after it, that is applied throughout our daily lives in any arena. It doesn't just have to be recovery. The thing we know we have to do, but don't do it is the thing we should be doing most. That is going to set us up. And that's a lot of time, either if it's work, uh, in our relationships or friendships, the thing we, we know we should be doing and then we don't do it, it's like, ah, you know, like I'll mm -hmm. let it slide. So- Because they're hard. It's not an easy thing to get yourself to do if it's not natural or normal for you. Absolutely. They're hard. I actually told my, my uh, senior classes this last, last week, I said, champions have hindsight in the present. You don't want to look 10 years, five years down the road and say, oh, I wish I stretched more when I was, when I was active, when I was in classes, when I was younger. Uh, so having hindsight in the present will allow you to make those tough decisions, will have you do the hard thing because you know that the, the results are going to come after that. Um, and you can take small steps to get there. It could be like, hey, you know what, I'm going to try and get to bed at 10 o'clock tonight or I'm going to take a bath tonight or I'm going to go get some body work done or I'm going to spend five minutes after class and roll out. It could be like a little task that you feel like you can accomplish and just take that with you throughout the weeks to come. Don't be like me and wait till you get hurt and then start doing it. <laughs> yes, that would be a perfect example of not to do. Sometimes it takes that happening for your body to be like, hey, I'm trying to talk to you. Like, do something here. And then you'll start doing it. Now you're aware. Correct. Well, that, that's going to be a perfect segue because next episode... We are going to talk about sleep and things we can do to promote it. So that is perfect that you said we can, the things we can do. So I'm here to help. All right, gee, I think that was an excellent. <laughs> how, how do you, I want to talk about it. How, how was your first experience on the podcast? I feel great. I'd love to keep going. Let's you, do this again sometime. You killed it. You absolutely <laughs> did kill it. Would love to have you back. Um, Thanks, guys. Yeah, if, if you have any questions about body work, you can find me on Instagram, either through PHL Athletics or G-E-E, Karanji, with two eyes on Instagram. Not G-Cups. Not G-Cups. You can yes. search it and see what comes up. I'm curious, but it won't be me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that, might be a, that might be a dark path on that, on that one. But okay. Uh, thank you so much for Gia. And again, if anybody wants to reach out to her, we can find her Instagram. I'll tag it in the show notes. So um, she works wonders. She's great. Um, and she's at our access too. So that's even better. All right, people. Keep getting after it. VP out. VP out.
As always, don't forget to like, subscribe, refer us to a friend, and let's keep this thing going.